You are looking live at, uh, I think we've got quorum, boys. If you're here, say hi. Hi. Hello. Hola. What's going on? So if we you don't know who that is. It's Nate, Colin, Jamie, Nick, Senator Giggity. Yeah, you almost fucked that up, didn't you? Yeah, I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Bort, but then, you know. Nobody will get that reference either. My friend is also named Connor. There's every, it's everyone. This is everyone except for Sandy? Except for Sandy. Well, no, no, Carl's, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Carl. He put a lot of work in on that survey and we're just pretending it doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah. We we can't make fun of Carl. He did a great job with that, and I think that's some interesting information. I don't know how scientifically valid it is, but I think it's certainly interesting. And I, my favorite is people going in the Twitter and saying, "This can't be possible. How can this oh. many students not want a football stadium?" <laughs> it's all it's all UCF fans saying, you know, bloating the ballot box. Yeah, those, those crazy fuckers. Uh, you know, they're polishing their. Trophies, uh, but you know, they're, they're terribly worried about our on-campus stadium. They don't give a shit. It's just common decent. Like nobody necessarily wants to drive to North Tampa. I know I sure shit don't. But hey, North Tampa is fantastic. Go fuck yourself. What? Hashtag lies. North Tampa's North of Kennedy's where it's at. Says who? The two? Yeah. All right. Yeah, Vito, you came to my house last week and you were like, I got to move here. I got to live down here. This is ridiculous. You were going to meet your listing on Davis Island, you lying little bastard. (laughs) All all of these are also true. (laughs) Living in Tampa is great if you're a bulletproof uh, vest salesman, and that's about it. Yeah. All right. So, guys, let's actually talk about some stuff. Um, That was a killer so, It really was. <laughs> they don't call me the master of segues for nothing. Who, who Just make it that? worse, why don't you? Jesus <laughs> cringe. God damn. All right, look. Blake Barnett transferred to USF. We got two quarterbacks. Was this a good idea? If you would, Pat Buchanan. Or Connor, you go first. Good idea or bad idea? Pat Buchanan. Uh-huh. Connor's Pat Buchanan. Why <laughs> <laughs> <Only> Connor? <laughs> Um, good idea. I think there's been a lot of crap talked about him in our Slack channel recently, and uh, I don't think he's going to start, but I think it's good to get some competition here. Why not? He went to Alabama. He's been at three schools since then, including a junior college. Um, <laughs> why not? I don't, I don't, <laughs> I'm the only one who thinks it's a good idea, apparently. Freddie oh, the Beetle Bards! I mean, Jamie. I don't really see the point in bringing him in, especially if, as you pointed out, he's been at three different schools. If he if he could hack it as a college quarterback, he would have stuck somewhere by now, you would think. And Thank it doesn't you. send a very strong message to the two quarterbacks you already have and who have thought they would be competing against each other for the last two years running that, oh, we're going to bring this other guy in, and he might be better than both of you. I mean, probably not, but we might play him anyway just because it seems like a very – 
I want to win now and get out of here moved by Charlie. Well, I can't blame him, but yeah. <laughs> I, I tend to agree. I, I'm not in favor of this. Clarence Page! I mean, Nick Simon. <laughs> <laughs> it just reeks of what Kyle Allen ended up at at Houston. I mean, Jamie just touched on it. If you're a five-star quarterback coming out of what? What was he, like the class of 2015? Mm-hmm. You would have made it happen. All that time ago. All that time ago. Like, yeah, you would have made it happen by now. So here's the thing. If, if this is, and by the way, the comparison between Elite 11 quarterback and Elite 11 quarterback, I think is fair. So Asante Willard goes to UCLA. He's the third string guy. He can't get on the field. He comes here. He can't get on the field. He ends up at the Division II school. He plays like three games. He gets hurt. And now he coaches other quarterbacks because it's the circle of life. Okay. And what, that's kind of what I'm thinking and hoping that they bring him in. Maybe he's hopefully, hopefully, you know, crossing my fingers. You know, oh my God, I don't believe it at all. But they're bringing him in as like an elder statesman coach. He's been through some shit. I, maybe it's a light a little bit of a fire under some ass, maybe some complacency. But I hope, truly, truly hope that this isn't what I really think it is, which is just a shit move all around. Uh, I just don't get it. I'm not a, I, I don't like this, but you know what? We're a bunch of dickheads talking to our computers. So what do we know? Yeah. Um, I think I've been at the forefront of this. It's a terrible fucking idea. Thinking about it over the last 28, 48 hours or 24 to 48 hours. Someone pointed out on Facebook, leaving her Medwards is probably the best idea anyone could do so we can't, well, can't, yeah, really can't blame him can't really blame him for that um i think he could be more mature than i think we're giving him credit for uh he's married he now has a kid so he's just above johnny manzel at this point or just just above him uh it could it honestly could work yeah, but our, but like Josh Rosen shaded this guy. He wasn't like he was in behind some guy who was fantastic at Arizona State. He couldn't get on the field. He was the person behind two fantastic guys at Arizona State. Right. Like, come on. Man. And so now all of a sudden you're going to bring this guy in, disrupt the apple cart that we already have when you've got two guys here that look like they can play. I just I don't understand this. I, I, I want to hear from from somebody who believes in this program, who's got a, a good idea of the future of this program. Jamie, what do you think? Well, look, I'm the one in Slack who said that he has basically no enthusiasm for this season. So you might be asking the wrong guy. That's true. No, I'm asking the wrong guy on purpose. Oh, I see. Uh, so our yeah. friend Corey Corey Long and Josh Newberg from 24/7 went on Bay News Nine tonight and to talk about this exact topic both uh josh thinks keen or old duke and is transferring for sure and Corey says man up there needs to be competition and keen and old duke and shouldn't be upset so it's a good well, debate. I, yeah. the second that i heard that they were bringing this guy in i'm like like somebody's gonna transfer if they don't both transfer and that is a shitty deal for these kids and I, I don't blame him one ounce if that happens. I mean, it's not that you should patiently wait your turn and not expect to get beat out, but it just shows such a lack of faith in like, you know, what was one of the things that we looked forward to last season with the end of the year? We said, well, you know what? We've lost Quentin Flowers, but we got two guys that are going to fight it out for this job. 
that know this system, that know the players, that have done things the right way, seem like great kids. Um, and now all of a sudden you're just throwing this wrench in there that yeah. I just... I mean, no, nobody, especially certain people, certain gray-haired people on this podcast didn't believe in Quentin Flowers when he got here. And now, no, 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 that's not true. It's not, no, I didn't believe, I didn't believe in Quentin after I saw him play his freshman season and then in the spring game before his sophomore season, and I'm like, this kid can't throw. And, he, and they just completely revamped yeah. the offense to cater to the skill set, and it didn't matter. And he beat, you know, then he won. I think how many games? He, he was a Tebow esque thrower at best. Let's put it that yeah. way. He could put a little spice on it, but it was rare. He was a better runner. But I didn't make t I didn't make those uh, claims and then make t shirts. I'm just saying that. That's true. I he did win. Let's see, 21, 29 games after. For USF, after I said that he would never be able to win games here, so so, you, so you're the personification of the the negging uh, column that's basically saying like, oh, he can't do this. Bam, there he does it. So, the, well, the I, and for the first jinx, and then let's not forget that he was what two and three his first five games his sophomore year, and then they just decided to completely like, all right, Quentin, you're in charge, do what you want. And it worked. I just didn't think any coach would ever have the guts to make those kind of changes. And I think if this current coaching staff had the guts to make these kind of changes and adjust to the talent that they have, Ernest Johnson would have racked up like 1,500 yards last year and USF probably beats UCF and then goes on. And goes As my on. grandpa said, if you're in a head ball, it should be your uncle. So uh, Exactly. But, but Willie made those moves and Charlie doesn't play the other one. So, yeah. I don't think it's Charlie. I think it's... Uh, our favorite, mm, the only one, whatever. I'm not even going to call them names. Our favorite mistake at offensive coordinator. Who hired him? Accountability goes to the top. Who hired him? Well, we can't pay him next year, so it doesn't matter. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Sean King, I mean, what? <laughs> one it, of four it quarterbacks with a winning record in their time. I mean, he could do it. I really wanted to push back about that on Twitter, but like, that'd be. <laughs> <laughs> like I was trying to think of the worst fucking quarterback I could, but I didn't want to give Sean King shit because I just like the guy. I'm trying to think who the other three are. Let's see if I can do this. All right, uh, Brad Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yep. Uh, Doug here. What? Doug Williams. Doug nope. Williams and Jeff. No. Nope. Garcia. Jeff Garcia is one. There's one more. Oh. Josh Freeman. Nope. No. Josh, I saw that guy at the rack after every fucking loss. Freeman? I saw him at McDenton's a lot. I saw him and, uh, not shit. Who was the coach? Raheem. I saw him and Raheem at, actually with you, Colin, at the rack, getting shit faked after multiple losses. That's what Raheem did. There's a problem right there. Raheem was at Jackson's more than some of the weight staff. So okay. the, the fourth Brian Gracie? <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh, really? Yep. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I saw that earlier when I was looking up uh, shitty quarterbacks. Yeah, Sean King's better than all of them. <laughs> yep. For sure. Yeah, it was it was Sean King's team that won that Super Bowl, not Brad Johnson's. Correct. Agreed. Well, Brad Johnson doesn't coach for USF, so who gives a shit about that guy? His exactly. wife actually played volleyball at USF and is a USF grad. So, and his uh, wife could come and coach at USF then. Full circle, Blake Barnett looks like Brad Johnson in a uniform. 
<laughs> Which uniform? Oh, great. I swear to God, like it, there, I saw a tweet the other day and it was Brad Johnson and Blake Barnett with their helmets on in uniform and it was the same fucking person. So we've got that going for us. Breaking. He got fucking buried by Josh Rosen, man. I can't, I can't have that. I can't. Yeah, but Josh Rosen is a first class shit talker and I like it, but I mean, you can't, I don't know. Like maybe he's getting dogged a little bit. I, I like Josh Rosen. Like I said, that dude is a shit talker. I'm a shit talker. But sometimes you just kind of like, ah, fuck. Okay. Maybe I didn't deserve that. Yeah. Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. <laughs> Interesting thing about his time at ASU, when he, he picked them over Oregon, Washington, Washington State, it was because of the offensive coordinator, Chip Lindsey, who once oh. he transferred, Chip Lindsey then bolted to be Auburn's offensive coordinator because guess who left Auburn to go to UConn? Rhett Lashley. Hmm. So it all goes back hmm. to, well... Never mind. I guess it doesn't really matter. He still couldn't beat him out. Beat out Manny, whatever his name is. Wilkins. Manny Wilkins. Uh, Todd Graham lost his job. So if you can graduate, try to play somewhere else. Once again, maybe he's just trying to get on and like become a eventual like grad assistant, like quarterbacks coach. That's what I'm really fucking hoping for. I know USF too much to know that's not the way it works, but God damn it, here are these fingers and they are crossed. Well, he's going to learn at the feet of the master Sterling Gilbert, so I don't think that's the plan. Oh, Jamie, why you got to bring the truth? That hurts. <laughs> but I still, I mean, Sterling did coach Jimmy Garoppolo, so it's in there somewhere. I think he just needs his guy. Nah, he's, he's terrible. What am, I talk- what am I saying? Yeah, what the fuck are you doing, man? That's not that. Come on. So, um, something else. Let's go less depressing. Softball eked out a 12 inning. That's victory. the first time that's ever been said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, softball eked out a 2 1 win in 12 innings uh, in the first round of the AAC uh, tournament tonight. Oh, man. You know, can't. We always say trust Ken, trust Ken, but man, the Bulls took the one nothing lead in the sixth, and then he switches out Georgina Cork for Hannah uh, Parker, and Parker allows two base runners, two of the three people she faced, to reach base, and then Cork gets put back in the game, and there was a lot of confusion. Uh, I was able to watch the the telecast for a little bit and they had no idea how Cork was back in the game. There's like, I, I don't know. Softball rules are stupid. So let's just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> so they, run, they run their commentary much like we run this podcast. It, 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 I mean, softball rules are stupid. I don't get it. It's stupid. I, it. I like it. Make I it have going. I have seen Sarah Nevins on multiple occasions, start a game, get pulled and then go back in and close the game. Like get the win, get the save. Like that. Georgina was like pulled like three times in, in the extra innings and still like, and she still finished the game. I don't understand it. Um, Did she I play the field? Uh, no, no, she was like put in as a the designated player and just yeah. kept getting switched back had, and forth and stuff. I don't know. It, it, it was player. weird. She still had four at bats. She said four plate appearances somehow. Yeah, and then... Um, that is like the master of the rules. He, he yeah. Every loophole he think there, there's a, there's something like called the Ken Erickson like flip or the Ken Erickson switch or something like that. He found some loophole in the college softball rules years ago 
and he was like the first one to do it. They like named the the whatever like where you flip a player, you like fill out a lineup card, and then you instantly before the first pitch switch two players or something. It's it's named for Kenny. I don't know. Oh, I don't know, man. So in the in the middle of a uh, Georgina Cork at bat, she gets pulled because the runner gets into scoring position. So it was like a two two count, and then there's a uh, I can't remember who the batter was, but she was just saying on two two count. She flew out to left field, I think, but it was just like, that's so weird to just pull someone because they're now in scoring position, but you're, you're in a two, two count <sighs> softball, man. I'll tell yeah, you what. It's not baseball, man. I don't tell you. It's uh, a different set of rules. And this is kind of a fluky tournament anyway, because it's 18 single elimination and it's softball where one run can win the game. So, I mean, if you, even a one, eight matchup like this could have gone either way, just because. You know, softball games are almost like coin flips. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you know, I I spoke with uh, Georgina yesterday, and Big J Journal. Twelve hundred words left. <laughs> you guys should check out the story I wrote about Georgina and being a English national playing a very American sport. Um, is that English or is that British? It's all the same. She's from England. Oh, well, now it's all the same. Okay. If I if I think I know what you're getting at, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, so softball faces Memphis tomorrow at four thirty or today. You'll hear it today, guys. Memphis uh, knocked off uh, UCF three nothing and good first quarterfinal game today. So good for them. Tulsa and. Tulsa beat Wichita State uh, to advance. Again, wow. coin flip, coin flip sport. Uh, and then Houston uh, beat whoever the fuck they played. And so that's your semifinal matchups: uh, Wichita State, Houston, and USF Memphis for the right to go to the championship game of the tournament that USF has not won yet uh, since the inception of the AAC. They have not won it. This could be the first time that they can win it and really secure their place in a NCAA regional. Yeah, I'm pretty, they're, I think they're pretty safe now, but just to make sure they are, they should just win the tournament. Um, Cause they get the auto bid. Uh, any other thoughts, feelings about softball guys? Oh, why is it single? No. Uh, again, softball rules are stupid. Uh, actually, I'll go. I'll go one step further here. It's not the softball rules are stupid. It's that the conference is cheap. Um, because if you go to a double elimination tournament, you got to go at least what five days. Mm-hmm. So that's more money, more hotel rooms, more travel time, more time away from class, more per DMs. Oh, so, softball uh, game teams will play three games in a day. Like it's like it's nothing. I yeah, but you they can, can't. They could get it done in the same amount of time. You could not get it done in three. You can't do a double elimination in three. Uh, but you could do it in four or five, but they're just not going to change it. I want to know, do other conferences go single elimination for a tournament? SEC does not, I believe. Okay. I can um, hear the typing, the furious Googling. That's fine. I, I mean, this is part of the reason why we don't have a volleyball tournament is they just don't want to pay to send eight teams to a neutral site location for up to three days. The ACC does single elimination. Okay. It's just, so they lose this game today, 2-1, whatever, 12th inning. 
if they lose it. You think that knocks them out of playing in in a regional? No. No. SEC is uh, SEC single elimination. It looks like yeah, it is, I'm looking yeah. at their bracket. Wow. USF's RPI is, I mean, as Colin said last week, is kind of bubbly for what they've accomplished so far. Seems like they wouldn't be. Yes. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't know how well Michigan finished off the season, but I think Michigan might have been their best win when they were ranked 18th early in the season when the Bulls won three to two. So it, it's tough to really win a lot of. I mean, they're playing like some scrub ass teams in non-con. They're 100% going to Gainesville, correct? Everyone agrees. Oh, for sure. Right. Standard. So Michigan, Michigan. Wow, they finished 43 and 10. 18 and 3 in conference play. That's decent. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking good. USFB Michigan back to back years. Crazy. Yes. It's always the second game of the year. I think both times it was. When was the last time we played the Gators and did not get run rolled? Uh, oh, man. I looked that up. I think it's been like four years. Oh, oh my God. Really? Uh, yeah. No, it was, like, it, was, it was like 2015 when they were actually leading into the seventh inning and then gave up like 100 runs. Really? Yeah, maybe you're right. I'll have to double check. I know the just had an incredible meltdown. Oh, that's the, right. I was there. Oh, that the was last beautiful. time we beat Florida was in 2012 when we uh, went to Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah. That was the last time we beat them. Beat them in their own regional. Yeah. After they had like a team chemistry blowout and suspended three players for God knows what. Oh, I missed that. Man, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Speaking of meltdowns <laughs> against UF. Oh, baseball. yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, fucking, fucking baseball, man. Up 6 nothing, up 8-4, lose 11-8. Yeah, no, I uh, I called my buddy who is a – he's a big uh, UF fan in general, and he's especially a big uh, Florida baseball fan. Just in time to give him a little shit, I go, oh, how are my boys doing? He goes, oh, yeah, no, we actually uh, – we just took the fucking lead. I'm like, God. Damn it, I had to text him. I had to fucking text him. <laughs> Typically, no, Jaeger would have started that game, but he was sick, didn't make the trip. I'm not sure if he traveled to Wichita State. I'll have to get that confirmed. Yes, he did. He did. He did? Yeah. Well, look at that. And you you guys have seen uh, Major League, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, know, you know the plane, the, like the cargo plane <laughs> that the girl... <laughs> Uh, that the woman like, makes the team fly on like to make them lose more. Yeah, yeah. Called the Indian Express. And then yes. Ed Harris gives, uh, oh, shit, I remember his name now. Uh, gives him hell for uh, doing the crucifix. Yeah. Oh, Eddie Harris, so yeah. That plane was better than the one USF <laughs> took to Wichita State. Oh, they give him the uh, the, the dual prop uh, like Bahamas jumper. Yeah, it was <laughs> like Carson Ragsdale six seven, and uh, Joe Janor put on his Instagram if they hit turbulence, Carson Ragsdale was getting a concussion. Like he was he was maybe he was maybe three inches from the top of the top of the plane. That's no, no, he has down. a batting helmet. That's bullshit. Hey, yeah, Colin, when. When when Leroy was in the building, did he ever tell you guys the story about McCullough Airlines? No. From was this okay, from his so, Bucks days? Yes. The first time, no. the first year the Bucks had a team, uh, Hugh Collarhouse, it was a, a cheap ass. 
uh, decided that he was going to charter a plane from something called McCullough Airlines, which as Leroy said, the only thing he'd known McCullough for making was chainsaws. Making uh, <laughs> airplanes was not their core competency, and this was apparently a horrendous plane that they flew to Los Angeles. Uh, it rattled and creaked the whole time, and I don't think they ever flew it again. I mean, I prefer Black and Decker Airlines, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> I like steel. Well, Husqvarna, air. <laughs> that's how I know Jaeger made the trip. He also put it on his Instagram story that what with the caption, why are we flying this paper airplane to Wichita? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know who that is, but I like him already. All right. Uh, so... Lost to Florida aside, I mean, it's a bump in their RPI, but goddamn, that win would have been fucking huge. Uh, and, you know, Ragsdale gave up a three-run homer, which kind of turned the game around, and uh, the Bulls were never, never able to recover. Uh, they face Wichita State, who's been scu- – they've been scuffling all season, especially in conference. Um but their RPI is very high because of their non-con. Um, and the Bulls need to take two of three at least to maintain uh, their standing in the AAC. Houston swept their series last weekend, which kind of bumped them up uh, even further in the standings. I think they're like two and a half games clear second place right now. So the Bulls need to go five and one these next six conference games and Hope for the best. I think if the season ended today, let me look this up. Has anybody seen Wichita State's facilities? Baseball fields, they're amazing. Really? Yes. Uh, jumbo screen in left field, like jumbo screen, holds at least like 8,000, maybe 10. I mean, it's huge. It's Ooh. nice. Are they actually playing like a minor? Has anybody here ever actually there? been to Wichita? Nope. No. Yeah, it's actually, no. Hell no. It's the Bulls' first ever trip to Kansas, USF baseball, I believe. Well, I'm just saying, I don't feel like there's a lot else going on. You go look at the baseball screen, you, you know, church services, midnight movies, shit like that. All right, so right now, Houston is at 14-7 in the conference, which is tops. So they've played 21 of their 24 conference games. Pretty much everyone else has played only 18 of their 24, uh, including USF. They're currently tied for second. But they have they hold the tiebreakers over ECU and UConn at 11 and 7, uh, respectively. Right now, if the season ended today, they would face Wichita State. Uh, excuse me, no, they wouldn't because Memphis doesn't make the tournament. They would play, guess what? Tulane, as always, in the first game of the conference tournament. I think we just need to book it that we will, no matter what happens, we're going to play Tulane game one and go from there. How the fuck does UConn have a tie? Uh, the I lights went out and extra innings are Uh, let me see. Where's the tie? Where's the tie? April 11th. The game started at 3 p.m. versus Bryant, and it was 9 9. So I think it got too dark for them. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> Moving on. How do you not have lights in your stadium? It's 2018. Ugh. UConn is screwed because they have a football team that they can't afford that plays in the wrong stadium, and they probably don't need to play in this conference. And they need to go Good. get out. The, Find okay. a way out of your stadium, please, and get the hell out of here. 
All right. So the recap says UConn tied Bryant nine nine in ten innings due to darkness at jail. motherfuckers. Oh dear lord! There's something on top of it getting dark. Was it the darkness? Was it like the band came out and they started playing in center field and everybody was just like, all right, game's over? Like, what? I believe in a thing called love. Just look to the rhythm of my heart. Oh, man. No, I think we're going to have to get right to the my riff. You guys know a lot about UConn. They're in our conference. We have to. Wait, what? Yeah, in our we're journalists. For... No, 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 no. What? I'm sorry. I... What? I know. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They're in the, uh, I thought they were in the Big East. They wish. They yeah, still yeah. think they are. Why? Shit. <laughs> Please, for women's That's basketball's true. sake. That's yeah. true. Yeah. All right. Um, great, by the way, just just giving that. Ahead, yeah. I think this is the best podcast we've ever done. Honestly, this is trash. And Anthony, <laughs> cut the shit out of this thing. This is so bad. <laughs> this podcast is going to last about three and a half minutes when Anthony's done with it. <laughs> all right. Let's try and keep this thing moving along. You guys are all terrible at this. I'm taking charge. Men's golf. We're good at it. Okay. All right. Tournament Fine. starts. Tournament no, let no, Grandmaster Flash himself fucking take over men's golf. Hey, yeah, I got, got nothing. It, Colin. Play good. Play good. Like, fuck. When do we even start? When's the, when do they even play? What is it? Monday? Yeah. No, I heard they were forty love the whole tournament. So they like. It's basically two weeks between the announcement and then when do you end up actually going out to play? Yeah, I thought that was weird too. That is strange. Exams, yo. I guess. So it's the sixth consecutive tournament appearance for USF. Uh, some tough schools in that regional. Vanderbilt, Florida, North Carolina. So it's going to be tough. Uh, yeah, a couple, was, couple stools, uh, schools from out west. I think St. Mary's and someone else is coming uh, uh, west to east. So that could throw Arizona. Arizona and Ari- Colorado State. Arizona, Colorado State. They're coming, coming to, to Kissimmee. 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 Oh, golf club. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. What's the name of the golf club? Uh, Reunion. Yes, correct. Yep. From the pictures I've seen of that golf course, it looks fantastic. I would love to play there. I would love to lose 15 balls at that golf course. <laughs> so it and, says St. Mary's UCF. Posted by these, but it says on Golf World's website, it's it lists all the schools in order, and then it says St. Mary's and UCF on the same line. Where everything else, did you is UCF in this regional too? Yeah, they are. Okay, UCF is. Yes. Yeah, I believe they're like a ten. They're like a ten seed in the regional or something like that. Okay, so Vandy, Florida, North Carolina, South Florida, Kent State, Arizona, Purdue, Colorado State, St. Mary's, UCF, Coastal Carolina, Jacksonville State, the Ohio Valley Champions. Georgetown and Central Connecticut State. With the exemption of uh, Georgetown, that sounds like the safety school tournament. <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina. North Carolina is not a safety school. Vanderbilt is not and a safety school. Vanderbilt, definitely. No, you, no, you, you went to North Carolina because you didn't get into Duke. So the last time they won a regional, anybody know? Was it 15? Or did they? Uh, they didn't uh, win the regional. I think you have to just finish what top four, top five. Yeah, top I five. Think it's, is it top five? I thought it was top. It three. says we won the regional in 2015 in New Haven. Is that right? Yes, I think actually it is. Yeah, didn't they just like crush the field at the regional? Must have. Yeah, yes, and then they flamed out at LSU last year. 
and then yeah. won the regional in 15 and then flamed out at uh, in the championships. They didn't flame out that bad. They made it to the quarterfinals. They made it to match play. Yeah. No, that I went down for that. That was fun. Yeah, that was of course. That was in Bradenton, yeah. Or maybe yeah. I'm thinking about 16. I wrote I wrote about 16. So 16, we placed fourth at the Albuquerque, New Mexico regional. And then they went to work. <laughs> it was in Oregon, right? Yeah, it was at Eugene, and they just yeah. they weren't in the, in the running at all. We yeah. finished yeah, 20. So, it was 2015. Yeah, so 2015, they made it to. They were the sixth in the in the regular field. They played the three Georgia in the quarters and lost four to one. I went down there for that. That course was impossible. Like, I I just walked the course and I'm like, I would literally break like 125 on this course. It is insane how good these kids are, and that's just college golfers. So I mean, ridiculous. I like our chances of getting out of this one. Yeah. For, yeah. We're good. Just got to play well enough. They had the top three in the championship, and it wasn't even close. Well, here, you're you're the recruiting expert, so all these kids were getting out of Georgia. These kids are good, and you think this is a good thing? Yes. Really? Listen, listen, this state is, just like Florida, is ridiculously loaded with talent. I know, like, we had a bad experience when Holtz tried to do this, but that was more of him being a terrible evaluator of talent more than it was the state. So, super no, no, that's insane. How dare you, sir? I'm joking. So, <laughs> so where in Georgia should he be heading? If, if Charlie's trying to get players out of there, is it like Valdosta area, Atlanta? Like where's, where are the hotbeds? Where should, where should we well, be? The obvious hotbed is obviously around here and, in basically Atlanta Metro, but I mean, dude, you can go to Valdosta, you can go to Savannah, you can go up to like Cedartown where Nick Chubb is, you know, it's basically all around the state. All right. And is, is Georgia getting like to be how it is with Florida where, you know, you know, UGA and Georgia Tech, they'll take their, the cream and you'll still be able to find decent talent. You're talking about the wheat and the chaff. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of, yeah, man. Like I said, there's plenty of, plenty of talent to go around. Like every SEC school, basically, plants their flag somewhere in Atlanta. Okay, and so those schools, like the Alabamas, the Clemsons, Tennessees, whatever, they're going to take the cream of the crop. And there's still plenty of leftover for other schools to come in. So. Wow. Well, good for Georgia. You know, they need um, they need something after good for Georgia. <laughs> they need something after uh, twenty eight to three. You know. Mm-hmm. Nick, have you seen uh, in your coverage of high school football? Did you get to see Octavius battle? I almost did. So the team I covered, Carrollton, they were one. They're in the same classification. They were one playoff game. If they had won their quarterfinal game, they would have played battle. And I would have had the opportunity to go and see them play directly. But they got their ass kicked by Jake Fromm's little brother. So that didn't happen. Future Auburn star, Jake Fromm's little brother. Actually, there's two. Because the one going to Auburn is a wide receiver. The quarterback, I don't know where he's going but he's getting books oh jesus 
Wrap it up, from family. This could be like a yeah, new situation. Like, they're all lining up in Cincinnati like 12 years after the quarterback, and just they have a good deal on the team for like two decades. Yeah. Okay, That'd y'all don't know nice. who I'm talking about, do you? You said, you said Danny Verpel? Kind of. No, like, so like Cincinnati had the Gadouli family role. Oh, okay. Like Gino Gadouli was the quarterback eons ago. And then they had like two other Gadoulis. I think the most recent one was a tight end who just left like last year. Well, wasn't Leroy Son on the team for like seven and a half years? Uh, yes. It was 12 years. 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He earned every one of the year, oh, those years. How dare you? You know, he yeah. actually had he actually won a football game. He ended a football he game. Overtime. He inter- he intercepted a pass against uh, Cincinnati. The the ball just got bobbled and he landed right in his arms, game over. Shout out to him. I'm just full of useless facts tonight. <laughs> <laughs> just like every night. So it's kinda of what it's kinda of what I do. Well. All right. Well That's why we keep you around. This was the best worst podcast we've ever done. We should absolutely have six people in these things all the time. How could this ever possibly go wrong? Can we do this like right now? <laughs> all right. So uh, I'm going to make a prediction on the football team before we oh, get out. Jesus, no. It's going to happen. I think no matter who the quarterback is, I, I'm just looking around. I did a brief scan of the rest of the league. Like ECU is horrible i mean they could be the worst team in division one next year and they're gonna be the one that beats us they yeah. come here that's nah, not gonna happen so you motherfucker you yeah that's what's gonna happen no not gonna happen so i'm gonna do i get to write another diss track article about them please yeah oh please do absolutely um, no, i miss roughing me neil i'm not ashamed of it so Oh, you should worry about Cincy because they're acquiring talent. Obviously, we got to worry about the Knights, but otherwise, I don't see how. And 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 UCF and Cincy is at home, so that's actually a game where USF will likely be favored. We're going to be favored in eleven games next year. I still think we're going to win like nine or ten at least. God, you got to go to Cincinnati next year, and you got to go to Temple. Oh, that's right. That's sensing it's at Temple. I'm not. Are you worried about Temple? Yes, kind of. No. A little bit. No. USF I'm not. They technically they haven't won Temple. at Temple. So they're not the same as the Temple team that we annihilated, forty-three to seven. They got a lot better from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. They did get better, but look who. I mean, where USF the the, the player that they missed the most, I think, is going to be Johnson. But they didn't even use them last year. And now you've got three running backs that you can legitimately start. You've got wide receivers that can still make plays. I'm wor- if I'm worried about anything, I'm worried about offensive line play. Um, yeah. And I think you've got three quarterbacks, you know, now that are going to compete for a job, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, one of them should emerge and probably be pretty good. It's not going to be Quentin just drawing it up in the dirt and going out there and making plays. It's going to have to be more of a, a traditional, you know, college offense, but I, I just think we're just better than the teams that we play. I think we have more talent. Uh, can we can we go through a way 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 too early 
run through the schedule. All right, let's do it. That's me. All right, uh, Elon. When if we don't win, I I'm gonna join Jamie. I'm gonna burn down the stadium. Okay, but over under half of a no, 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 no. no, I'm taking straight up and downs. We're not doing this points bullshit. No, but like over under half, like points. Five people are blown up prior to the Elon game inside the stadium. In the fireworks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> over under, we get 15,000 announced. Jesus. That's a good question. Nah, hold on. We'll get 20. It'll announced? Yeah, totally. Announced? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Actual. I'm sorry. Yeah. Actual. Actual. I'm sorry, actually. No, the athletics budget about the uh, wacky inflatable arms guys that get put in the seats, you know, all that. <laughs> So then, uh, they try to sell some cars. Hey, you know what? Dual purpose. Dual purpose. You've been to that stadium. There's a lot of car lots. Uh, Georgia Tech. Mm. Terrifying. Who to Paul Johnson? I Terrifying. Mean, That's we need to give it up. It's, no, it, it's the triple option. It's one of those weird, kooky offenses that sometimes you stop and sometimes you don't. You know what? I'm, right. I'm with you on this, and I'm also yeah. concerned about the fact that we're going to literally pull a Florida State that we are going to give our head coach to Georgia Tech. Yes. Future Georgia Tech head coach Charlie Strong defeats former head coach Paul Johnson. Vanquishes, I think, is the term. If any defense, though, is structured well enough to handle triple option, it's this one. Just contain your gaps, you know, be athletic. Hey, once you contain your gaps, we're talking about hypotheticals here. Calm down. So, yeah, I think we got a... We got USF versus Illinois, which I'm going to Chicago for. How many needs to be there? It's a win. That's a win. Illinois is terrible. Lovey Smith's Lovey Smith was no, no, right there. That, that assurance in Colin's voice makes me fucking terrified. I had the same assurance the last two seasons, and I was basically like, so. Oh, I feel the sun dog's ass. All of that. I said USF was going to win at least ten games last year. They won eleven. Like they won ten last year. I'm counting the bowl game. I so. too. Yeah, no, it was a ten and two, correct? You're counting it was you yep. got canceled and that wasn't gonna be a win. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. So, um, there's like a thirty percent chance Jeff George Jr. just goes off and beats USF by himself. Well, we'll get to find out this year because we do get to play UMass. Okay. Yes, we do, and that's further down the schedule. So ECU, ECU could they could literally fire uh, Scotty Montgomery like week two. That's totally on the table here. That team is horrible. Yeah, but I, I like how we're predicting things that we aren't terrible potentially. Also, I don't think we're terrible. I don't think we we're are not terrible. That no. One, that defense is going to be possibly better just with the guys that they have. I think you're going to miss Deidre and Bruce Hector a ton. Absolutely. But they got so many bodies at, uh, in the linebacking core and the in the secondary. I won't say so many linebackers, but the way that the way that, that scheme is, I I can trust a Charlie Strong defense. All right, so we're getting out of, we're getting out of Greenville alive, is what you're saying. That game's in Tampa. They come here. I'm reading this wrong then. Not sure shit am. Anyway. Uh, so wait, we go to UMass? Yes. Ugh. Yep. Who the fuck made that deal? Well, we were, it was a home and home and well got pushed. Hurricane. Back. 
Is it? Yeah. Can we tell the story now of how we think we killed the deal against Old Dominion that we were going to go home and home with Old Dominion that we wrote about it because somebody <laughs> would, we think we got that killed. <laughs> yeah, we're like that was, three and a half, yeah, no, we're three and a half hours in. Nobody's listening to this shit. Go. <laughs> um, I, I forget who. On my World War One bomber. I forget who tipped us off, but somebody gave us a heads up that basically Old Dominion when they went when they were going to go to Division One A that their first game, their home opener was going to be against us. So we were going to be like their first bring in game. We threw it away. Yeah. And, we, and it wasn't two for one. We were going like home and home for this game. Oh my God. So somebody told us and we put it on Twitter or wrote about it. And we we're like, no fucking way. <laughs> this is not okay. It's so beneath us. Yeah, basically. And we were pissed. So, so. The story came from the, uh, I'm looking at it now, the story came from the uh, Hampton Roads Virginian pilot. Uh, and actually, the head coach of Old Dominion was the one who leaked it. Old Dominion and the University of South Florida are close to finalizing a home-and-home football series that would bring the Big East team <laughs> to Foreman Field in 2014 with a return game in Tampa in 2016, football coach Bobby Wilder said. Yeah, and we freaked the fuck out. And I think that's why that deal never got consummated. Where's Old Dominion? Virginia. Oh. Virginia. Ah, right. The, right. Okay. okay. So that was fun. Uh, and then we got ECU uh, UMass, and then we have Tulsa. I am possibly going back to Tulsa for God knows why. Why would I would do that again? I was going to say, do you, was there a, do you have like a prison sentence or something? What's going on there? <laughs> well, I, I don't get to go to Houston because uh, other events are happening that day. So I, if I'm going yeah, to get to day day you have a decent one of that. The what? <laughs> so it's called a day to day life and you have a decent one and nor should you go to Tulsa for any good reason. Um, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. So Tulsa, I, I mean, Tulsa's not good. They they didn't have a quarterback last year. The president got impeached multiple times. Oh man, no wish. Doesn't seem like they have a a lot of talent there. We should be better than Tulsa. We should be, but once again, we're all USF fans. We know how this shit should work out. Right. All right, then we got the big fucking dogs of Yukon. Horrendous. Yeah. Win. Win. Make it seven. Okay. Three years. No, that's the one I'm worried about because everybody fucking just said win. And that's the one I'm freaked out about. Mm, we might lose. Who's, who's the head coach? I have no idea, actually. Randy Etzel. Again. That's a win. Oh, yeah, okay, never mind. We're fine. Game, um, the game's in cancel. We got this. Yeah. Well, how about the fight in Houston's? I'm worried about Ed Houston, to be honest. Loss. Sure. That's a loss. Could be. Could Ed be. Ed Oliver is going to destroy that offensive line. Very yeah. possible. Very worried about that. Yeah. And then we got that that green wave. How about now, that? Now, let me give you the counter. Let me give you a counter argument here. Are we sure Major Applewhite is good at his job? Did you see that team down the stretch? They didn't look well coached. They didn't look well schemed. Um, hey, they were all scheming up to beat our ass, weren't they? Mm. <laughs> 14, yeah, but I mean, 14 24, coin flip game. God. I don't think they're very good. Like, no. Can they beat us? Absolutely. That is, if we lost that game, I would not be stunned. 
I want to see. That's what I'm talking about, buddy. We're not talking about winning the national fucking championship. Right. I mean, he did bring in Kendall Bryles for Derek King. Yeah, man. They they have known to. I'm gonna stop that joke there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, how about that relay? I, I just don't. So you had Kyle Allen on the team, and your third string wide receiver ends up being your quarterback. We're all gonna harp on this. Athletes. They, Thank you. They. they uh, <laughs> I. Um, <laughs> Listening to PAPN, and I believe Derek was their third returning uh, receiver last year. I think they lost their top two, so he was the top returning receiver, and now he's their quarterback. So, And and I'm not going to start any unnecessary podcast nonsense, but you guys really put a lot of faith in PAPN, don't you? Well... Bill C and Stephen Godfrey are good at what they do, so we kind of. No, no, I get it. I'm just saying, like it's... they are the American Athletic Conference's unofficial podcast. Yeah, they, they really are. Love it. And one of them. No, I, and I called them out on it just a little bit to see if they'd go, and they they stopped the bastards. Anyway, all right. All so right. How, about, how about that two lane green wave? They're going to be sneaky Top good this alert. year. Mm, sneaky good, but it's in Tampa. They'll okay. they'll be better. It'll be better. Back, and the way we fell apart in the fourth quarter last year doesn't give me, you know, sort of gives me some pause. But is who's it? Jonathan Banks is he still their quarterback? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sneaky good is something that I actually buy in New Orleans, and I'm fine. It's, it's fine. Uh, how about Cincy? Scary. Very. In Cincinnati, it'll probably be cold. He didn't watch the quarterback, so we'll be fine. I mean, 30 degrees. Unless they get the Ohio State quarterback, I'm not too worried because Hayden Moore is not a good quarterback. He's okay, also that's... been there for approximately eight years. Right. Hey, hey, listen, goddammit. There was nothing wrong with being college for eight or 10 or 12 years. Or 15 or 20. Anyway, uh, how about them Temple fighting Cosby Owls? <laughs> Lost. No, that's a win. I since he's a win. loss. No, it's a win. They're not. They're not that good. There's just not. Wait, I hey, he, Temple on the road, right? Who, who is Temple the, on the road? Yeah, who is the coach of Temple now? Jeff, Jeff Collins. Collins. Jeff Collins, old Florida, Florida OC, I believe. Oh shit! Yeah, we're fine. Defense anyway, um, and then the granddaddy of I four, the ifs versus the wants. The what? The granddaddy of I. Well, that doesn't make any sense. You don't make any sense. <laughs> so I think UCF beats us. Um, just no. I think Danny White is smart enough to hire Josh Heupel. He saw what happened over here last year, where we took a great offense and just pulled the smithereens by changing the system. I think there is much more coordination there because I think they're just smarter than we are, and they're not going to hire a guy who's going to come in and change too much when he's got Mackenzie Milton still. And. Uh-huh. I think we beat him out of spite, just pure fucking anger spite. We may go one what the fuck ever, but this year we're going to win that one. If we don't, I'm going to be very upset. So, yeah, I mean, I still look at it. So if we lose at Cincy and to the Knights, it's still 10-2. and two. It's a 10-win season. You think this team's going to start 10-0? No, that's not going to happen. No, 9-0. Okay, yeah. it's still not going to happen. Okay. From the guy who's, who... Wait. 
when the the season ended last year, you predicted what eight and four, or eight and you know, what for next you, season? Yeah, yeah, talking to you, Jamie. That no, you there, pop up. No, I thought we could. I still thought we could win under ten this year. Hundred percent. I thought we brought a. I thought we brought a ton of talent back. I think there's some consistency in the system, and I, quite frankly, I don't think the league's very good. It's not that we're great. It's just that we don't play a tough schedule. And there's not. It's not like anybody else is any good either. So you don't have to play Memphis. You don't have to play Navy. Right. So if we go ten and two and don't win the division, guess where we're going? Birmingham Bowl. If we go to fucking Birmingham, <laughs> there's no Three other. Listen, I, if we win three in a row, we're, we we need an, uh, a championship belt. I declare the national of Birmingham championship belt. How about we win I'll a freaking division? Fight. Win the freaking division. Just win it for once. Well, we can't. But to do that, you have to beat UCF. Now I'm saying how you do that. I, I, I think we got this. I just had a pure anger and spite. Unless last year, I have a, a very firm – idea about rivalries if you're both very very good it comes down to you know inches and all that nonsense and that's what happened last year we didn't have the offense we should have they did that was bullshit that was hard to admit but if it's down to if it's like maybe like somebody's one in ten and then there's ten and one and there's just that spite like that real guttural fuck you which I kind of think is going to come into play this year. I think we got them. So Nate, well, you were on one the game where that really came into play was that 2015 when uh, CDOT was 0 and 11, and they had so much spite and fuck you, and then that they only lost 44 to three. Right, yeah. but they did night. score the first three, and then they gave up 44. <laughs> okay, that's Nate, night. Nate, you were uh, on the sideline with me to the end of the game this year um, when I was. Quentin throws the throwback for the two pointer. Did you, you saw our sideline? Did you see like crazy amounts of emotion just pouring out of the bowls or anything like that? Yeah, they went nuts. Um, but when they gave up the Back touchdown, to, yeah, uh, the, the the screen pass that put them down uh, seven, where they had to go for two before the Darnell saw the catch. Yeah, like that. That sideline was dejected. Yeah. Like. They were, and then on the run back at each other. And then on the run back, did you see like the the image that I have in my mind is the only guy who was like really angry and pissed off was DJ, and then everybody else was just sort of like there, and there was no coaches. There was no coaches being fired up. There was no. It just seemed like a team that was like. (sighs) I want to say I remember him saying, "What the fuck is going on, guys? Let's go." Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody else was just sort of like there. Like this team does not have that emotion. Now, that also means that you're not going to have the highs and lows and the swings now. But under Willie Taggart, man, especially all season, they played with some swag. And swag, I did not see that swag all season. And I did not see that swag in the biggest moment last season. So I don't know how this team. There's a world of difference between Charlie fucking strong and Willie fucking Taggart. Exactly. And that problem is, is that, you know, when you play that kind of emotionless robot, like consistent football, it means you're not going to make as many dumb mistakes. You're not going to you know, take dumb penalties or, you know, make mistakes. Yeah. But you're not going to have 
spawn. But you're not going to get to the next level against a team that's possibly better than you and rise up, and you might not oh. be able to get there. No, I, yeah, I, right. I, I, I love, I love both these coaches. I love Willie. I love Charlie. I, I grew up a Florida fan, so I got to see Charlie Strong. But he was, he's like you said, he's robotic. He's methodical. That's not necessarily going to work at USF because you need to have that. I don't give a fuck. You know what? Pull the card. Let's see what happens. Mentality, and I. That, that's not the way. That's not the way he works. No. Um, all right, we've gone on far too long, so that's it for the Illuminati Mega Cast. Thank you guys for coming on, Jamie, Nick, Connor, and then the, us normals. Vito's uh, Vito slice and dice the shit out of this thing and yep. make it sound not as awful as it is. Go Bulls! Go Bulls! Go Bulls! Go Bulls! Go Bulls! Go Bulls!